that's okay that's okay it's texas we gotta just move out of texas i think that's what it's coming down to is it coming down to it where are you gonna go iowa nah we'll see <laughs> iowa <laughs> captain james t kirk is from iowa who's that oh Why do, you, why do you think it's important to remember to say good morning when it's not morning? Well, it ensures that whoever you're talking to is listening. Uh, I guess that's I guess that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> number one. And number two is I think that, you know, it's just nice to say good morning. It is a nice thing to say. Even when it's nighttime. Even top of the morning to you mm-hmm. works for, for Conor McGregor fans out there. Oh, here we go. What? We're going to talk about him already? First thing? Fuck yeah, we are. All is, right. a, is, a, is Khabib going to come out of retirement after his tweet about his dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and you know... <laughs> you as, saw as, it, though, obviously. I did, yeah. Okay, um, for, for the fans who are who only listen to the Pretty Neat Podcast as their only source of MMA information... What did the tweet say? Uh, uh, grammatically, and, and can I just say this? Sure. I cannot stand bad grammar. It's like a real thing for me. Well, he's uh, imitating Khabib, right? I know, but even still, it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, the tweet says, COVID is good and father is evil. <laughs> um, question mark. Which is referencing Khabib's tweet about how when Connor broke his leg, he told Dustin that good will always defeat evil. <laughs> so Connor said good would always defeat Khabib, evil. Khabib said good always defeats evil after oh, okay. that was his response to Connor McGregor breaking his leg. So Got this it. is Connor's response <laughs> to no instigation oh, whatsoever. Oh, oh, oh. Now so, it makes more sense. So in Connor copying Khabib and saying, so COVID is good and father is evil? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I, I think that... You think that Khabib's mom gives him permission to come out of retirement for one more fight? <laughs> no, no, I don't. And and at the risk, so I, I have two thoughts on this. At the risk of taking kind of a, a more serious uh, tone than I typically do, mm-hmm. um, I think this is a place where Khabib's faith comes into play i agree uh and just i I, you know 
Yeah, the the literal only similarity between Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov is that Conor is is that they're both UFC fighters. Um, <laughs> and so it, I don't know what Conor's faith is. Doesn't really matter. It, it, I think that Khabib is is one who has just kind of a different uh, perspective on life. And I think that I, I don't think he has anything to prove by getting back into a cage, frankly, with Connor or with anyone. I was actually thinking about this maybe just an hour ago. Mm-hmm. What would get him? I don't know if Poirier rattles off three title defenses in a row or something, maybe. But even if- then, I, I just don't think I just don't think Khabib cares that much about about being the UFC lightweight champion i just don't think he does yeah and if he came back do you think he would come back for lightweight i don't think he would come back at lightweight you think welterweight probably especially with his Uh, with his friend in lightweight you know yeah i think that uh probably the the ufc fight every real ufc fan wants to see is khabib and kamaru usman right i'd be very into that that would yeah, be I would, I would too. I would too. And, and if there's one guy who can handle the ground game of Khabib, it's probably Usman. So you think so? Yeah, I do. Ah, it's I. I can't even picture it. To be honest, it would be. Uh, it would be that level of grappling is unimaginable. Unimaginable to yeah. me, literally at the moment. Yeah, it, it'd be more interesting to see it as like. Are you familiar with like uh, Naga? Naga is the North American Grapplers Association, I believe. And they'll put, uh, well, Naga is, yeah, uh, North American Grappling Association. That's correct. So it's like a, it's a grappling tournament that sort of, it's basically UFC for grappling. Every style of grappling, judo, wrestling, jujitsu, you know, whatever, whatever discipline, um, you know, whatever discipline you're in. Uh, and in the jujitsu world, it's pretty big. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe, and I could be wrong, I'm not going to bother looking up the, the rules. Um, I believe if you are a purple belt or above, they will match you up with anything. So like a purple belt could be matched up with like a three-time collegiate national champion wrestler. Mm-hmm. And that I think would give <laughs> uh, I mean that's why weight classes exist right but I, I think <laughs> it's an it's an interesting concept yeah yeah I have not heard of Naga I've Naga heard of it before I would imagine if you walked into any like local jujitsu gym you'll see you'll hear you'll hear it or see a sign for it or whatever it's, it's fairly fairly popular nice yeah. well we got a welcome to the call hello our good buddy, Mr. Hello. Ryan. <laughs> Mr. Ryan Delzite, how you be? Hello, Welcome. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How you be? Good. We all good. We all good. We miss better you. than Connor's doing. <laughs> Spinning cycle of just excuses and self-loathing. It's a sad sight to behold. It's so I was so hard just in my friend circles on Deontay Wilder when he lost to uh, 
uh, Tyson Fury the second uh-huh. time they fought because of like, oh, well, it was because of the suit I wore and somebody messed with my water and somebody messed with my gloves. <laughs> like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't, Deontay. He just beat the shit out of you. <laughs> it's like Connor, maybe, and maybe Connor's leg was broken when he got in the ring or the cage, excuse me. Maybe it was hurt already. I don't, I don't fucking know, but no, I, I do it know wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It, I mean, it could have been hurt no, realistically, but no, <laughs> it ultimately doesn't matter, right? Because it we'll never know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm well. I would love to see Khabib come out and and whoop his ass for the tweet. But but like we we you just missed Ryan. You popped out right after we were discussing. Damn it, uh, this tweet. But we also agreed, and I would like your thoughts that that uh, Usman Khabib is the fight that really we want to see. No, because Usman, oh. Usman would destroy him. Oh wow! We we were just like at a loss. We were we could not decide what would happen. Wow! Destroy! I would pick Usman in that fight, but destroy him. Okay, tell tell me why. Okay, so here we go. Both. I need to put my seatbelt on. (laughs) Buckle up, Buttercup, because it's about to get real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah. We're playing the Game of Thrones. You either win or you die. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and in this game, Kamaru Usman is the victor. Um, all right. Both extremely excellent wrestlers. No question there. No argument, right? Right? No argument. No argument. One's from Dagestan. It's pretty much part of their genetic code. And <laughs> the Nigerian mm-hmm. nightmare has shown a proclivity for dominating everyone. And of late, it's been on the feet. There's no question that he would be the bigger fighter, right? So we'd have a physical advantage. And if we're talking about takedown defense and offensive grappling, it may be a stalemate, which leads it to what? Who can hit the other person in the face with more effectiveness? Hang on, I'm going to call Jorge Masvidal and ask him. (laughs) Oh, wait, he's asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still not up yet. <laughs> oh, wait. Ask him. Time out, because he's unconscious. Um, which leads, you know, if, if, we're, if we're saying a stalemate, and I think, logist, you know, logically, you could say Kamaru having the physical advantage, because I would say at, at time of the fight, he would be 200 pounds or more, whereas... Khabib, yes, he's had weight cut issues, okay? So he's probably on the larger side as well, but... Probably natural middleweight, probably. Maybe a natural middleweight, but still, you would have to say the size advantage is going to Kamaru. And let's say, stalemate, grappling-wise, they're both trying to shoot for double legs, single legs. You have to set that up. Uh, Kamaru's shown a really good ability to defend the takedown and then dictate the fight where he wants it to go. Khabib, the same thing. Okay. So no argument there, but if those are a wash, then it's who's better with fisticuffs. And right now, without question, I would have to say Kamaro is the more effective striker. He's grown leaps and bounds over his last couple of fights and shown a proclivity to be able to be basic, but be effective. Yes. Yeah. Basic, yeah. but effective. Jab, jab, number two, right down the pipe, 
um, as Mr. Masvidal would attest to, you know, once we get him to be awake and to respond to those questions, uh, I would have to say that, that Kamara would just do whatever he would like. So what did you said? What did you say? Basic, but effective, basic, basic but, but effective, basic, but effective. There is not a single sport on planet earth where that doesn't win 99% of the time. Correct. Fundamentals. Yeah. Look hey, at Tom that, Brady. Look deep, at Tom Brady. Basic but effective. Defense hey, and that, that wins is championships. How, and that is how TJ Dillasad took it from Burrell and then beat him again in the rematch too. Yep. Straight up basics and EPO. Your yep. favorite fighter. <laughs> and EPO. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys know at some point during this week, I'll stream on twitch.tv slash the pretty new podcast. And I'm going to run a simulation of Khabib versus Usman because I want to see that fight now. And that is how I can play around in the land and make believe. And everyone is allowed to join me. <laughs> I, I, Kamaru, you would have, well, see, so the way betting works is, is interesting because Khabib is such like a bulk hero at this point. Um, I, I, you would have to imagine Kamaru is the betting favorite, but yeah. it'd probably be closer than it should be. Right, he should probably be like a minus three seventy five or more favorite, but it'd probably be like minus two fifty. The thing is, I don't know anything about how they actually make the odds. I just know how to lose when I bet on them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, rough draft kings, rough draft kings. And speaking of Kamaru Usman, he's going to fight Colby Covington. Yes, Trump. Have yeah. we talked? To, we didn't Junior. talk that. That broke this week, didn't it? Yes, yeah. November. It November. Mm-hmm. They're trying to line it up for Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. Okay. Yep. I call, uh, I call, I'll go first on the thoughts on this since we're just going to jump right into talking about it since that's the flow (laughs) of pretty neat podcast. I, uh, I see a repeat of Masvidal too. I think that we get a very comparable and engaging first round or two that's similar to the Covington uh, Usman one, but I think Usman's going to find a spot earlier because I think that his striking is getting that much better and he broke his jaw the first time. He's going to get through the second time and I think he will be the type of guy who has just learned. Uh, But I don't know what Colby's doing except not fighting can i read you a quote yes this is a direct quote you guys try to guess who said this he's been doing epo his whole career it's so obvious his chemical imbalance his body he's got the pimples all over his back all over his face you're a 35 year old man you're not going through puberty like you're in your teens anymore you should not be having that chemical imbalance and that breakout that's from his testosterone being out of whack and his estrogen and his testosterone levels being out of whack. And yes, I did read that properly. He said it twice. So he is, are you ready for this? The CEO of EPO. I've heard firsthand from some people that he trained with, some people that I might've went to wrestle in college with that said that same thing. They could verify that he has done EPO and that he's injected in his ass. So he's the CEO of EPO. He's Marty Juice Man. Uh, we don't have to guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. 
Marty Juice Man gives it away, I think, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> so, so Natty or not, Kamaru Usman? Natty, for sure. <laughs> Natty? Uh, he's never failed a drug test. That, yeah, that doesn't, I mean. He's innocent until proven guilty, man. There you go. It, he, uh, of course. And, and someone like Colby Covington lobbying, lobbying those insults at you means next to nothing. Yeah, if, if, if we were allowed to have sponsorships on, on fight gear other than uh, crypto or Reebok, Colby Covington definitely it's would venom, have it's in, venom now. It would <laughs> yeah. or venom, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Colby Covington would definitely have Infowars as a sponsor <laughs> on his fight gear. Let's no, just let's think, put it that way. I think that's that's too mainstream for him. I think he'd have <laughs> what's the uh, parlor? He'd have parlor. Parlor. Yeah. yeah, he'd have he'd have the parlor app. It wouldn't even exist anymore. <laughs> he would just be wearing it in protest. <laughs> oh my! Uh, so here's the thing. I have. Like there are people, and I know this is a weird comparison. There are people who think that The Rock is is natty. No fucking way. No, of course not. Right. And there are people who think like they see like Chris Hemsworth and they're like, oh, look how much he worked out to look like that to play Thor. It's like, right, yeah, he did. With and steroids. his diet was super clean. And mm-hmm. Disney gave him the best stars money can buy. It's fine. I try to convince my wife to let me do it twice a week. She still says no. <laughs> I think a lot of pro athletes do it. I think a lot of them are very good at passing the test. I'm on record as saying this. I think, though, if one sport's going to catch you, it's the UFC, right? So we have to assume that they're going to catch him if if he's doing it. So would his would his fall from grace be a bigger fall than TJ's? Yeah, at this point, yeah. You think so? Even yeah, if because, it comes off a loss like TJ's? Because, because TJ's was coming off of a loss. Kamara's would be coming off one of the, the most like showcase highlight reel knockouts of all time. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like at least we agree on what could the, happen in the, fight The punch two. that lost that launched this very discussion, frankly. <laughs> uh, but I do, think, I do think Usman knocks him out probably inside of two rounds. I don't think, because they went to decision before, right? Uh, it's called uh, late in the fifth. It was a fifth round TKO. Yeah, I think I don't think it goes that long. No, I don't think so either. Unless Colby does the smart thing and tries to just grind on him and take him down. Yeah, but, they uh, could they could have a five round wrestling match, which yeah. is like a kind of a different thing, right? Yeah. And, and that's what be, that's what Dana does not want. No, <laughs> that would be pay per view suicide. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, we got lots of other things to talk about besides these things that are way out there. So right. first, we need to recognize my favorite fighter <laughs> for his quote-unquote victory on a Saturday against oh, Corey Sanhagen. You're gonna, you're gonna do that. Um, and so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll throw it right out there, and I'm gonna ask Ryan first, uh, who won that fight, in your opinion? Oh, in my opinion, because officially, 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 T.J. Dillashaw won the fight. It was a, it was a decision win. Split decision. decision. Um, and he is now, by the way, ranked second. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Which is the most, the most stacked division in the UFC, and he came from being unranked to number two, guaranteeing himself a title shot. After Piotr Jan and Aljamain 
Funk Master Sterling um, get it on, and Peter Yon probably knocks him out because um, that's how that's going to go. Likely, likely going to go, and then T.J. Dillashaw will most likely have a pretty competitive fight with Peter Yon. He has yeah. to be probably probably have to be really smart about that and strategic, but that's besides the point. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, who gives a shit about my opinion? I do. Okay, thank you. One person. Two people, two. maybe, if Aaron. Okay, two people. Two. Uh, Corey Sanhagen, um, way more effective on the feet. TJ was smart about it. And after he got the cut, you know, he engaged and tried yeah. to take him down, and he did. And really, um, I'm not a judge, so who gives a shit? But <laughs> it's totally subjective to how they're interpreting the rules. And... Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of talk about it, about are they yeah. using the old rules? Are they using the new rules? Are they really favoring octagon control over actual damage? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's totally debatable, but in the record books, when you look back at a year ago or a year from now or two years from now, you're just going to be like, yeah, T.J. Dillashaw came back from a two-year suspension and beat Corey Sanhagen, who was you know an awesome bantamweight fighter. Mm-hmm. And likely still will be, and still at the top of the rankings, and that's all we're going to really remember. So, yeah, it's. I think Corey Sanhagen won. I mean, that's my official two cents. Throw it in there. I think Corey Sanhagen won. Um, he could have been smarter about the fight. Uh, he made some strategic errors. He was going for some really flashy stuff, uh, a la you know, sugar, yeah. sugar Sean. Um, those knees were effective, man. Well, those knees fu- were landing. He's as tall as me, and he fights at one thirty-five. It's insane. Um, Are either of you guys golf fans? I, 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 passively, I passively. Okay. Do you know who Bryson DeChambeau is? Yes. So, if you don't know, if you're listening, Bryson DeChambeau is a golfer who hits golf balls, um similar to the way happy gilmore did except he doesn't run up to it but he does hit the ball extremely extremely far and other golfers have commented that trying to copy his approach like he's they call him the scientist he's very into like the speed of the golf club's head uh mm-hmm. and driving distance and and he hits the ball sort of flatter than a lot of guys do um but other golfers have said like trying to copy his style has ruined their swings <laughs> and i think if you're trying to copy what Sean O'Malley does, you're you're gonna have a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. It just it just it worries me for a guy like Corey Sandhagen. <laughs> I think he got caught up, to be quite honest, with like his previous two wins. Yeah, where he exactly. was flashing, yeah. and he's like, I can do the same thing. Now, exactly. grant, granted, he did hit TJ with a spinning back fist, but mm-hmm. how effective was it? Because it didn't drop him. And he just he just engaged on the fence, and then eventually landed a takedown. So he gave up position for something flashy, and that's uh, that's you know high risk, high reward. So yeah. I get it, but didn't work out in his favor. Did it ever seem to either of you guys like TJ was really in trouble in that fight? There was one moment the spinning back fist was was a pretty solid hit, but it didn't go anywhere. There was one knee that was pretty, pretty, I'm amazed that he got up from. It was very strange because I, if that fight 
was to the death or kept going like i would have called it for sandhagen like all the way but i also felt like dillashaw knew what he was doing and executed what he was gonna do and and he earned a decision of whether or not it was the right one or not the same thing nobody is right to listen it was a reason to listen to me but i'm excited that he's back i'm excited that he looked good i'm excited that he was competitive against Corey sandhagen who i've come to idolize quite a bit really yeah i like so to be honest i'm not as on the Corey sandhagen train um i would really like to see him fight a guy like rob font That'll be a good fight, especially Tennis, which ground. I mean, very well could be the next fight outside of the, t- the title fight and TJ fighting the winner of well, when TJ fights Piotr Jan. Um, I man, I don't know. I if it see, so you got me thinking when you said it was if it had been a fight to the death. If it's a fight to the death, to me, it's very clear TJ kills him actually pretty quickly. You think so? Yeah, I think I think we saw the very best Corey Sandhagen had, and I don't think TJ was in trouble at all. Okay. Now, I will say I did text you. I'll be transparent. That, to me, looked like a title defense victory. Like, if TJ had been defending his title, that's a title defense split decision where mm. the, you have to take the belt so the judges give it to TJ. Mm. That, to me, is kind of what that looked like, except TJ didn't have the belt. So, I, you know yeah okay no, i don't know I, I i think he's one of those guys i think you kind of have to you, you i mean we saw with cody both times cody had him in trouble and still couldn't finish the deal yeah it's a it's a long day at the office when when pj dillashaw is the other guy in there so i don't know we <laughs> could be looking at a at a four or five fight title defense for him i, I really think that Four yeah. or five title defense? I do, because I don't see anyone in this division who can beat him. I don't think Piotr Jan beats him. I agree. Um, we may be discounting Piotr Jan. I don't know. He's tough as Maybe. fuck. Yeah. And he's very good with his hands. He's a great kickboxer. Um, you're right. I, I, I think you're right, though. I, I think you're right, to be quite honest. You look at the rankings, right? Piotr Jan probably presents the biggest challenge to him. He already beat Corey. Rob Font, mainly a striker. We don't know what his ground game's like. Jose Aldo, we could all agree, probably beyond his best years. And he's also displayed of late. He's really, really competitive in the first two rounds and then falls off dramatically. Cody, already beat. Marlon Marais, the guy's got mental issues. Frankie Edgar is old. Pedro Munoz is old. Dominic Cruz is old marab interesting Rafael sunsau nah jimmy rivera nah so <laughs> uh, we have then well then the clear fucking answer is amanda nunes like amanda nunes about? i don't know but she just got covid okay. so she can't fight okay. for a while <laughs> let's let's not let's not do that because <laughs> none of us actually want to see tj beat the fuck out of amanda let's just Let's just be. Oh man, it's an uppercut from a, it's an overhand right from Amanda straight to TJ's temple, and he's yeah, out. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's out. Uh, I'd love to see it. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah. 
Well, what about Aljamain Sterling? No. 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 I didn't even believe that when I said it. So then what's yeah. so so here's the path, right? And when I say four or five fights, that might be too many just from a time perspective. But I think Corey takes the belt from whoever wins it whenever they fight, whenever when is that? September, October, November, something like that. I think TJ takes it early next year and, and I think he's got it for a while. And then I think Cody goes and man, it's hard for me to pick him against Brandon Moreno. But if he can somehow beat him maybe twice then maybe you get the third fight between TJ and Moreno for all the money or uh, Garbrandt for all the money. I don't know. That would be a fun, that'd be a fun. TJ's also 35. So, you know. Right. Yeah. So we can say competitive prime is, he's right at the tail end of it. If you could say he's even in it. I I think he probably is. Although in a weird way, the suspension and the lack of, sort of impact that it had yeah. on his body may have extended his, extended his, his career. His career. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's very true. I was very I was interested to see if he was gonna take more damage in this fight than he did in previous fights just because of lack of conditioning. But I mean it seemed like that cut I heard was like prevalent two or three more times previous before and it just keeps reopening. It's the same cut. Yeah he said he got cut in training. Yeah. So it was this. It was the same cut. Uh, it hadn't fully healed. So that's just going to happen. Um, yeah. His knee, right? Where I, I think we might be discounting the fact that he fought through a potential knee injury. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, we're just brushing that off, like, oh yeah, something popped. His knee popped, and then he still <laughs> fought five fucking rounds and beat somebody who's in a really high level striker. So. Maybe I'm not giving Aaron's favorite fighter enough credit. <laughs> so he has a displaced bucket handle tear of his lateral meniscus and a lateral collateral and lateral collateral ligament in oh. that ligament in that knee. So he's got 180 day suspension. This is just like 16 hours ago. So wow. Okay. Okay. So he's going to have to have surgery for meniscus. LCL can be rehabbed. Um, yeah. Well, and even knee injuries now, they pretty much just stitch it up and guys are right back out there. That's true. Yeah. So, 180 days. We didn't expect him to fight again this year, no. did we? So no, I, I didn't. He'll fight for the title next year. Yeah. January, February, right away. Yeah. yeah. Well, the same judges that, that handled that fight, uh, maybe handled the Macy Barber Miranda Maverick fight also. I don't know if either of you watched that. I did. Fest. I thought it was a good decision. You did. You, did? Mm-hmm. you thought Macy won that fight? I definitely don't think she lost. I she lost the first two rounds of 3, which is 2 out of 3. Okay. <laughs> so how did she win? Okay, nobody. Okay, he's, nobody wants to talk about that one. He's 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 potentially conceding a draw here, but uh... <laughs> listen, does either one of them have a fucking prayer of beating Shevchenko? No, no. So it, <laughs> so technically it's they both it's, won. It's just they don't have to fight Shevchenko. Pretty much, right? Because it's not. It's honestly as great as Nunez and and Rose and John Wei Lee and Valentina are. 
it's kind of not we've talked about this every week it's kind of not fun to talk about it because we know nobody can beat them i think rose is the most vulnerable of the three but sajara looked like a monster i mean i know that she she's like lost two of her last three but oh my gosh that elbow smashed uh smashed that poor girl's orbital do you know where she's ranked in the top 15 of women's flyweight Oh, well, I don't it was, her, it was her care. It was her first. It was her first fight at flyweight, right? She changed her diet and dropped down ten pounds. Oh, that's right. It was her first flyweight fight. Mm-hmm. She's not ranked. Yeah, so that makes sense. That's fine. She can be the next person who gets their head kicked off by Shevchenko. I mean, we know. We well, come on. We here, know. here is the next Shevchenko offering. I, I bid to the. It's Sarge Eubanks. Here you go. In the in the it's it's so funny you have the Game of Thrones background because I just uh, I just downloaded the first book on my Kindle and it's like here's our offering to the Night King, right? Like yeah, here's a baby. Uh, here's a baby, <laughs> Valentina. You can eat it or kick it or whatever you do because <laughs> we know that none of these poor girls can beat her only, unless unless she gets hurt. Only COVID can beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only covid can beat her <laughs> yeah don't want that well she got so it. is this like the most interesting are they going to strip amanda for not defending her title and then, no hell no they they and then she has to go and reclaim it <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm on a mission you all y'all oh, okay <laughs> oh man and it'd probably be poor fucking misha tate would be the one who comes up and takes it and amanda nunez would come back and rip it away from her again yeah she'd win the interim title fight <laughs> mm-hmm Hey everybody, Misha Tate, interim bantamweight champion. Oh, here's your next opponent is Again. Uh, Amanda Nunez. Right. Cause she so, yeah. Cause Tate beat uh home, took the belt, and then lost the belt immediately to Nunez at 200, correct? That's exactly that's exactly how we would play out again mm-hmm. if that were to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's it exactly might. how it would play out. Oh, my uh, God, Misha right. Tate is going to rematch with Holly Holm. She would potentially win. Granted, she looked pretty good. Little, mm-hmm. little spotty on her uh, stand-up defense. But let's just say she leans on her wrestling. She gets the win. And then she fights Amanda Nunez, who is like, how dare you take this belt away from me that I've held for God knows how long. And I will just put you into the ground. And she would. Oh, I'd love to see it again. She would. I would love to see that fight again. I think it would be great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Hey, you know what else they could do? They could get Ronda Rousey out of retirement. <laughs> Let's do it. It's, it's starting Who cares? To, it's Let's starting do to feel. Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey versus Amanda Nunez <laughs> at the yep. same time. She'll knock them both out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she will. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Diaz will fight Anderson Silva on that card. <laughs> there will be a rematch. No, Anderson Silva's going to box Logan Paul or whatever, right? Uh, they're negotiating it. It's insane. Yeah. I, Anderson Silva would destroy him. That's <laughs> You figure it's more dangerous for Logan Paul than Floyd was just because I, I think the fix was in from with Floyd from the beginning. For sure. Um, what for sure. do you think, Ryan, of, of uh, while we're on the subject, Tyron Woodley and the other Paul brother? Uh... You know, it's interesting because uh, my wife and I just watched the latest episode of American Horror Story, mm-hmm. and they did a, uh, an episode called The Bro House, and it's very much 
just a ripoff of the Paul brothers and all of their YouTube documentary series and pranks and their assholes. And uh, Danny Trejo uh, basically portrayed a murderous Santa Claus and then went to their home and and murdered them in epic fashion. It was fantastic. As he's he's known. As he's known to do. Yes. Uh, So Tyron Woodley in this scenario would be Danny Trejo. Um, who I hear is is training very hard in California to learn the ins and outs of boxing. Not that he would need to be, quote unquote, like a savant or expert at boxing. He just needs to land a right hand, right? That's all he needs to do. And I fully expect him to put the lights out. Um, he's still in his 30s right? He's definitely beyond his prime, but he's dangerous. He's definitely more known, well, or more well-known as a wrestler who has a devastating right hand, but that doesn't mean that he cannot be effective. And in this type of, like, celebrity fucking clown shoes matchup, um, he can definitely put one on Jake Paul. Yeah. I, so I, I, I would love to see it. I would just I would love to see it. I've heard that he's been training at wildcard for years. Really? Like mm-hmm. the boxing training is not, not a new and wildcard gym is uh, Teddy Atlas. Right. I always forget if it's him or, or Bob. no, it's a uh, Roach, right? Wildcard. Freddie Roach. That's Freddie right. Roach. Thank you. Yeah. I, I always get those three guys mixed up as far as their placements go. Yes. Freddie Roach in Hollywood. Yes. Um, other very famous, uh, many, many, many famous fighters have fought there uh, or, or trained there, rather. Um, Manny Pacquiao among them. I think this is a very, very difficult and dangerous fight for Jake Paul. So my issue is, if Jake Paul wins, then what? Because you know what the talk is, if he wins. Connor. Connor. Yes. So here's the thing, right? So you figure Connor needs at least six months to heal from his leg. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then sure. however long to train. But Connor is undoubtedly the very best boxer Jake Paul will have ever faced. But Jake absolutely starched a basketball player. Mm-hmm. He starched a UFC fighter, granted, not your traditional UFC (laughs) fighter, but a UFC fighter. Okay. I don't expect him to beat Tyron Woodley, but I'd be lying if I said it would shock me if he did. Now, do we know (laughs) how many rounds this? I think it's eight rounds. So after the second round, Jake Paul is in a whole lot of trouble. Like, like, legitimately, so much trouble if it's truly eight rounds, even if it's five. Hmm. Um, Jake Paul is an athlete, he's a, he's got some boxing skill, but you, you know, this is not supposed to be a sport where you can just get in there and fight guys who have been doing it their whole life. So, hopefully, Tyron Woodley does mm-hmm. what he should do and beats him, uh, handily, and then the whole thing can stop. We don't have to see him get in there with Connor because I don't think there's anyone on planet Earth who thinks he has a chance against Connor McGregor. Um, or someone like Robbie Lawler, who he has been attached to, or uh, 
was it one of the Diaz brothers or someone else? There was someone else. They had, well, Dylan Danis, but that's a, oh, kind yeah. of a different thing too. There have been a few guys he's been attached to. I'll just be really interested to see what happens because if Jake Paul wins, it it it's a really really bad look for the UFC, right? <laughs> like it's a really bad look for combat sports in general. Yeah. And then I think at that point you got to get him in there. If I'm Showtime or if I'm Mayweather Promotions, I'm trying to get him in there with Badu Jack or something. Just someone we know is going to starch him. <laughs> and and but but who knows? Then five years from now, there's a movie coming about about Jake Paul, the greatest boxer who's ever lived and is still living. <laughs> I mean, there have been Disney movies where like high school science teachers can throw a hundred and end up a reliever for the tampa bay rays right there you go it does happen <laughs> just <laughs> i mean the one kid broke his arm and then started pitching for the cubs which one was that that was my the second best of the year. movie of all time <laughs> that's right the second best movie of all time <laughs> Rookie uh, of the year. i don't know man i'm gonna be interested to see it i'm gonna be interested interested to see it now i i bring that up because aaron sent me a, a tweet that jake paul said he what was his exact verbiage i don't remember sending you this tweet you did jake paul is quote very confident he would defeat canelo alvarez oh yeah boxing match (laughs) (laughs) ryan's face here's the thing (laughs) i i'd pay 250 dollars on pay-per-view to see that to see canelo just punch him into oblivion i mean you need you need to be able to see Canelo, one, drop him, and then be able to go to the ground and continue pummeling yeah. him yeah. and continue pummeling him until the referee in his greatest mercy had to pull him off to save him from dying. <laughs> uh, that's the only way. I, that, is, that is insane. That is asinine. That is yeah. literal definition of asinine. Canelo Canelo actually fractured Billy Joe Saunders skull in their last fight no shit with one punch so (laughs) and Billy Joe Saunders is a legitimate boxer a professional legitimate a professional (laughs) I believe he was undefeated going into that Canelo fight like (laughs) and and Canelo literally fractured his his orbital bones with with a punch <laughs> we're gonna put a fucking youtuber who i mean <laughs> here and the, the problem is and the reason like tyron woodley and maybe not connor but some of these guys will do it is because they make a lot of money fighting him right they sell a lot of pay-per-views all mm-hmm. this stuff canelo canelo has more money than he could ever spend he, he has nothing he's not gonna and frankly no athletic commission would sanction it They'd have to do it like on international waters or something, which is even more dangerous for Jake Paul because who the fuck's gonna fight island? It's such a weird thing, man. It's such it'd be such a weird, the literal greatest pound for pound boxer on the planet fighting a YouTuber like (laughs) without headgear. Maybe that's (laughs) what are we we talking about? We're talking about the world we live in, Dom. (laughs) I yeah. I guess I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's not going to happen, but I'm excited about it. 
Those were some other fun fights. I mean, there was a there was some good comebacks. I love the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian Yanez had a nice comeback. I love him because he's a Houston boy. And Mickey Ball, Mickey Balls, <laughs> Mickey Galls had the gall to return to the octagon and actually get a victory. So good for mm-hmm. him. Welcome back. Yay. I'm actually more excited about the main event on Bellator uh, coming up here than I am about the UFC main event. It's the uh, best fight of the upcoming weekend. Patrizio Pitbull Fiere is uh defending his belt against undefeated aj mckee 17 and 0 um both these guys i mean are the definition of the champ in bellator like it's their conor mcgregor versus their khabib essentially uh and uh i'm i'm really looking forward to that fight and then in the ufc you've got hall versus strickland which will be an interesting fight which part um, which part of what <laughs> hall versus Strickland? what's interesting about that be honest uh i want to see if uh hall shows up mentally i want to see if he takes the next step so or... if he if he doesn't pull a simone biles <laughs> exactly <laughs> too soon no it's not too soon fuck that it's the olympics Anyway, she had to withdraw from the individuals because that would have been a fucked up move for her to say, I'm pulling out of the team competition, but I'm going to compete individually. So, yeah, I, I would not have had a single issue with her pulling out of the individual competition. It's pulling out of the team one that bothers me. And I don't like that. We're just now like, oh, well, you know. Good for her for supporting her mental health. Like, no, 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 no. The video of her looking at her coach after her poor qualifying round where she says, I don't want to be here anymore when she didn't score as high as she expected to. That's why she doesn't want to do it. <laughs> because also, she wasn't number one. Because she wasn't, it, it, it did. You know what it, you know what it is when uh, it's, you know what it is. It's Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas. All of a sudden, he's like, wait a second, this this doesn't work anymore? Well, this is a whole different thing now. And she doesn't know how to say that. So she says, oh, I have to focus on my mental health. Okay, Simone. Okay. I did hear some stuff, I believe, on Joe Rogan's podcast about them not letting her take some prescription medication because it's in Japan. Um, yeah. And I also do believe she had an ankle injury that so here's the thing, right? Like it's going to take Connor some time to be comfortable planting off that leg once it's back in one piece. So if it's an injury thing, or if it's truly a medication thing, I'll ease up a little bit, but otherwise it's hard, man. We don't, we don't, man. In I, I, it's, t- it's a tough one for me. I'll be honest. I'm not even really sure why I'm at, well, you said Uriah Hall showing up. mentally, but. <laughs> yeah so that's why i'm excited about aj mckee (coughs) yeah (laughs) i i don't have the slightest idea what's going on in bellator so hey this one i will say uh is worth turning into uh at least for this fight uh i mean if you want to watch khabib's cousin fight that'll be neat especially because khabib will probably be there in the corner but that's about it um 
But no, I think this one's going to be uh, a battle and probably the start of a trilogy, if I had to guess. I think that that's a good way to, to see it, because I think AJ is going to win. They'll give Pitbull a rematch, and I think he'll win, and I think that's how it'll go. It's okay. definitely the biggest fight in Bellator history, for sure. Oh, yeah, I would put it. I would put it that competitively, I would say competitively, because I mean they've put on the Fedor fights that are big. Yeah, but Fedor in his forties. Yeah, no, this is like <laughs> this is undefeated prime young guy and incredibly talented, experienced it's, champion. It's their two best fighters. It is. And they get to fight in the same weight class. So, how would either one of them do in UFC? Uh, I think they would be fairly competitive. Patricio Pitbull fights at one thirty-five. He could yeah. he could be champion at one thirty-five. Really? And they are fighting at lightweight. I think they're fighting at one forty-five. Featherweight, one forty-five. Yeah. Okay, so let's put them in the featherweight division of the UFC where Alexander Volkanovsky's the champ. Uh, the champ is still going to be Max Holloway long-term. So <laughs> um, AJ McKee is really good. He could probably do some damage at 145 and 155. Yeah. Uh, Pitbull, though, like 135, he would he would be the champ. Wait, what do you mean at 155? He could do some damage. Pitbull, really? Pitbull might not, be the- Not Pitbull. AJ. Yeah. Against, uh, well, I've never heard of either of them. So you're saying against like yeah. Dustin Poirier? Yeah. yeah. Both of them have, both of them have been discussed as being three weight class champs. Yeah. In a lesser promotion. In a, In a lesser, lesser promotion. And so yes. why, and, and maybe you guys, I'm, I know that Bellator exists. <laughs> I know that Cyborg and Ryan Bader are there. Now, yeah. why? Why are they not in the UFC then? Uh, they are homegrown Bellator talent. Yep. Okay. They've both been lifelong Bellator. Yeah. So they could be getting compensated more. Mm-hmm. There's always that factor for sure. Um, but also maybe they're, maybe they're fucking scared. Maybe they don't Spon- want to go to the UFC. <laughs> the sponsorship <laughs> deals pay more. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably guess. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that uh, UFC stuff. I think that honestly, uh, Uriah Hall and Sean Strickman might be the only fight on this card that I am like really, really looking forward to. Agreed, one hundred percent. That's all it is. I've heard Sean Strickland is a fucking asshole. That is everything I've heard. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll state, you know, I've li- I listen to Michael Bisping. I listen to his podcast. Believe you mm-hmm. me. Uh, Sean Strickland was a training partner of his. And mm-hmm. he, he said on occasion, he's, a, he's kind of an asshole. Takes things personally. I've heard that he's uh, taking things personally at the gym when people are sparring and has gone after people, which, you know, to a certain yeah. extent, you got to have to be a little aggressive to be a ufc professional or any mixed mm-hmm. martial artist mm-hmm. uh so that makes sense but uh yeah i kind of want him to get knocked the fuck out by uriah hall <laughs> even though uriah hall is the biggest mental case in 
well, maybe not in the UFC, but he's a huge mental case. And you just don't know when he's going to show up, even though he's, quote unquote, the captain at Fortis MMA now. Um, something happens, you know, they have that whole tried and true story of like people being killers in the gym and then they get into the ring for an actual fight and they don't show up. And that's, that's Uriah Hall. So a lot of guys hit home runs in batting practice. That's true. Yeah. Uriah Hall. I hope he, I hope he beats the shit out of him. Um, even though Sean Strickland trains out of uh, quest and he's a local boy. Um, I just, you know, fuck assholes. So speaking yeah. of other local fighters, Ashley Yoder's on this card. Yeah. Sam Alvey's uh, coming up too. His fight's does, off. Does Sam have a fight? Oh, his fight's off. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what what happened with that? I don't I didn't hear about it. Uh visa issues. No shit. His fighter, the guy he was fighting, could not get into the States because of the ramped up COVID restrictions. Oh my. He had a UFC fight coming up? He did. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, we should have him on the podcast and ask him how that shit's going. <laughs> he, uh, I have it on good authority. He was cornering a Team Quest fighter um, just last Friday night at a, at a much smaller promotion in San Diego. Hmm. Yeah, and he just moved, too. He doesn't even, he's not even living in, down there anymore. He moved to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He told us that. Yeah. Good dude, Sam Alvey, friend of the show. Yeah. That's a bummer that the fight fell through. It is. Yeah. Well, since there's not much happening there, and, (laughs) you know, Amanda Nunes happened to get COVID and also fall through, um, and we're actually almost at at the end of an hour, uh, I wanted to bring up UFC 265 again because this card is just looking so fun even though amanda fell off uh i am excited about it and then another one just got added that i am forgetting already uh, uh, airtime <laughs> don't be too hard on yourself <laughs> i was gonna say com- compelling audio uh, I don't. I don't know who got it. Not not anyone on the main card, unless UFC's website is not up to date yet. Well, I'm trying to use the shitty sure dog. Tisha Torres and Angela Hill's a good one. Yeah, I think Tisha takes that one. Well, what was really interesting is that uh, our lady, our lady friend, uh, and I can't remember her name. So fuck Rachel. me. Rachel, no, not, she won. Yeah, that's good. But I'm talking about Tatiana Suarez. She got a major knee injury, and now she's going to be oh, out at least six months. Oh, no. So she's out of her fight at 265. It was the uh, princess that was promised, too. She was. Yeah. She was. <sighs> oh, man, that makes me really yeah. upset. Why'd you have to break that news to me right now? Yeah, that's, that's, what I, a bummer. that's what I do. <laughs> was she supposed to be? She was supposed to be on 265, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was going to fight. Uh, who the fuck was she going to fight? She was going to fight somebody notable in her new weight class, which was going to be 125. And now she got a knee injury. And it just seems like we're never going to get the promise of what could be. Was she going to fight Roxanne Mataferi? Yes, that's who she was going to fight. 
now they're finding trying to find a replacement, which will likely be less compelling. So who do they replace Amanda with for the interim title against uh, Pena? They don't. You don't think so? <laughs> no, they don't. I say do it. I say put Misha Tate in there or put Holly Holm in there. It's, co- it, it, it's a COVID thing, so they're just going to rebook it yeah, for later in the year. Which is fair. Yeah. Or it'll probably go at 266, right? Um, yeah. Or Clarissa Shields. Look, they, <laughs> move, they moved uh, Sam Alvey to a co-main spot. Whoa! At, at uh, UFC Fight Night on August 28th against Wellington Terman. <laughs> He's our boy. Oh, man, that's funny. Hey, that's great. I'm happy for, for Sam. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not co-main. There's just only three fights on that card. <laughs> well, yeah, they probably don't have it all built yet, right? Uh, shit. Good for Sam. Yeah. When is that? August 28th on the calendar for? Yeah. I'm looking forward to Jared Cannonier and Kelvin Gastelum, too. I am, too. That's going to be a fun one. That's the week before that one. Barboza Chikadze. Yeah, look at that. Sam Alvey and Wellington Terman. And you know what, Aaron? When we had Sam on and we asked him about fighting in the UFC, he was he was pretty like, oh, yeah, no, no. I'm going to keep fighting in the UFC. Yeah, he seemed yeah. very company loyal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you did any, did either of you guys watch uh, Rachel versus Paige, or did you catch any of the BKFC? I completely, I completely forgot about it. Yeah. It was it was a really it was a good fight. Um, Rachel kicked her ass, and uh, she just found her punches, man. And uh, she looked like a boxer, albeit a new boxer, um, in a boxing fight. And Paige looked like she was struggling. She looked like she was having trouble adapting. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean. I mean, Paige beat Rachel at MMA yep. and lost at boxing. So I don't know if boxing is progress in terms of her athletic competition. Man. If that's if that makes sense. I, God, far be it from me to tell anyone <laughs> how to live their life. But why does she keep fighting? <laughs> I just I'm, and the same could be said for so many people, but like why? Why? I don't know. Probably that money though, I would say. As discussed, I think it's fair to say she can make a lot more money on OnlyFans. <laughs> I wanna I wanna start an MMA one called Only Fights. At least for some time. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't I bare knuckle is one I watched when it really kinda blew up i, I kind of watched the first few and then i was like you know and then the poly Malinaji thing and uh, <laughs> you know okay i don't know i the the bare knuckle i get look I, i'm a i am a tried and true libertarian if you want to get into a ring with no gloves on and hit someone until one of you falls over you and you're a grown adult you're allowed to do that but <sighs> yeah i like it i enjoy it i think i'm becoming a fan of bkfc I would rather watch any BKFC than any Triller event. Really? Yeah. That's okay. fair. That's fair. Yeah. BKFC is, is at least combat oriented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody was saying it recently that BKFC is like 
MMA mixed with professional wrestling. And I think there's some, some truth to that, right? It's actual combat. Okay. So we get that actual competition, mm-hmm. pitting some uh, skills against skills and desire and aggressiveness. And then you also have the, the showmanship, right? The stage, the ambiance of just <laughs> the professional professional wrestling aspect of it. So hey, a YouTuber did fight a rapper or some shit. I heard and there like, was a brawl. <laughs> yeah, and some like somebody jumped into the ring trying to attack the rapper. Yeah. yeah. So at least what? until they can handle that shit, um, it, they're not going to go anywhere. But yeah. that actually <laughs> makes it more exciting, right? That's what makes it more <laughs> exciting than a thriller event is the the prospect of this these shenanigans happening. <laughs> uh, so who? Uh, you know what? I I feel like I. I feel like I know who the fighter was, but who? Blueface was the rapper. Yeah. Who was the YouTuber? Uh, I don't know the guy he fought. I don't pay attention to that shit. I know he's like TikTok or something, but yeah. I like that they're like, it's in like Biloxi, Mississippi. (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay. I I guess, I guess, uh, I guess that, we're going to Biloxi, Mississippi. That's how I felt 10 years ago when I'd go to Bellator mm-hmm. at, at the Indian casinos like with Ryan. We'd, go, we'd have fucking front row tickets for like 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> that was the shit. Um, and we felt like ballers. <laughs> hey, hey, let's be honest. We were ballers. We were ballers. Moment. In that moment, yeah. Justin oh. Wren fist bumped us after he beat some guy up. That was Diddy. dope. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, I have the video of that shit. Aaron <laughs> fist bumped him. I did not fist bump because he had blood on his gloves, and mm-hmm. I yeah. felt uh, I felt slightly uncomfortable. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted. I wanted to feel <laughs> the blood hit my my skin. <laughs> so what's next for for your girl Rachel? Is she gonna fight again? Is she gonna? I think so. I think. Well, we bare knuckle. I don't know. I think we should, if we don't get Rachel on here, let's talk to her sister. Mm-hmm. Because her sister is a friend of ours going back 10, 15 years. And gee dang it, she was in her corner. And, was she really? Yep. Oh, and, I didn't I know mean, that. I was That's watching cool. BKFC. And I mean, there she okay, is. There she is. There's Loren just. Yeah, telling her that they're gonna go get margaritas after one more round, you know, and uh, so we'll maybe get Loren on here and get a corner's perspective, maybe, uh, and and we'll explore that. That in would the future. be that'd be fun to hear the what it was like behind the scenes. Yeah, of a BKFC, nonetheless. Yeah, especially because Ray, Loren has now been behind the scenes at a UFC event, an Invicta event, and BKFC. So it'd be very interesting to pick her Unprecedented brain. access in some ways, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll try and get her on in the next week or two. Yeah, I think we should. I I hmm, I was kind of perusing through bare knuckles. I don't know. It's kind of a cool sideshow. <laughs> they should do bare knuckle in the parking lot of the UFC event. <laughs> like that should be the prelim. That should be the prelim. Okay. Yeah. Is BKFC main event is the prelim to the UFC. 
I'm for it. Yeah. And then we could have the early, early prelims just be the regular UFC event followed by BKFC, then UFC main event. I'm good with that. Does I that mean, it, go ahead. Hey, well, I'm going to change the subject. I was going to say, it's kind of like the XFL. Remember that? Oh, yes. yeah. Like, oh, it's extreme football or even like, or this, this most recent was like the XFL crossed with the lingerie football league they had at one point. Mm-hmm. It's like, we know what this is. It's two hot chicks punching each other. Some of you are into that because we know what the most popular searches on Pornhub are. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just, okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> sure. I'm a fan of both Rachel and PVZ. She fought with a broken arm, never forget. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, whatever. They're, well, they're, they're, both, they're both smoke shows. If they want to punch <laughs> each other, let them do it. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Yeah uh since uh well we we talked about everything uh the everything in the everything world. that could have happened and, that's right but um does mma ever i've been watching judo in the olympics yeah i've been watching a little bit of everything in the olympics you seen any of the fencing that's fucking wild it is wild yeah. and um does mma make it into the olympics one day yes yeah i think it yes. should first i agree first BJJ goes because they're already they already announced Muay Thai is going to be in the next Olympics. Yeah. So next is mm-hmm. BJJ, and then we get MMA. Yep. And I then it's it's absolutely we do. It's one hundred percent. BJJ is in the Olympics before yes. MMA. Yes. Yeah. It's more pure. Yeah. I would imagine jujitsu jiu- 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 is there. By 2028, if not 2024. Yeah, that the way they're expanding it now yeah. that they have skateboarding and surfing. Yeah, in the yeah. Olympics. Have you seen some of the surfing? Those guys are fucking incredible. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, Nigel Houston. Where were you, buddy? Where were you? <laughs> Either of you know who Nigel Houston is? Yes. Okay. All yes, right. he did not win gold. It no, went to he a, fi- well, he fell four times. You can't have that. It went uh, to a 13 year old from Japan. Yeah, that was <laughs> insane. I think uh, the American kid did take bronze. I don't know how we've done it in surfing. Yeah. Um, I think, aren't they supposed to add esports to the, to the Olympics too? Uh, that's a crying fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's... What a hot... What a hot take. That's a crying fucking shame. There's no athletic prowess whatsoever when it comes to esports. It's all strategic. <laughs> oh, well then why don't you play for like uh is there Olympic chess? No, there's there, not. There is probably there Olympic should poker? be Olympic chess. No, there's not. There probably should be Olympic poker, except that's I don't know about poker. What about bowling or darts? There's Athletic prowess. There's physical activity. I would say the hand eye coordination for something like professional Call of Duty is. No, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. No, 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 no. No, it's fine if you do. You can be wrong. It's cool. (laughs) No. You've been fully integrated. Hand-eye coordination. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Is this because I was, is this, are you like a huge Simone Biles fan? Is this because I was hard on her? No, no, not at all. 
Not at all. No, fuck Simone Biles. I hate her. No. Sunyi Lee fan right here. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was just saying, if I was her, I'd be tagging Simone in every Instagram picture of my. Thank you. Yeah. Hashtag. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for thanks for not making us compete for silver. That's Uh, insane. We lost to a non-country, just a confederation or or conglomeration of people from Russia. One of the weirder (laughs) things about the Olympics, too, is like, oh, yeah, that's Russia, but not really. It's not Russia. (laughs) It's the ROC. It's people from Russia, but they're not Russian. (laughs) No. No, they are not. No. They're on the Russian Olympic Committee. No. (laughs) No national anthem for you. Sorry. No. No national anthem. No national anthem for you. No flag. No flag, but you do get a gold medal. And that's what really matters fedor comes back for heavyweight mma gold medal at age at age 52 <laughs> here's the thing though if they did mma amateur only no pros really yes hmm. you would want to avoid like a dream team scenario yeah like they do that wouldn't... that's what they do in boxing mm-hmm. okay okay yeah i think that'd be cool amateur it only. also Oh, you're trolling? No. No. What? Didn't you say I'm trolling? No. Amateur only. Amateur only. Yeah, no. It should. Oh, it should be amateur only because, yeah. well, so Anthony Joshua, right, was an Olympic medalist. Mm-hmm. I believe Deontay Wilder, but I could be wrong. Uh, Deontay Wilder won a bronze medal after uh-huh. only training in boxing for three fucking years, which is insane. Ludicrous. <laughs> um, I think the amateur only thing makes sense too from a competitive as far as like for each country standpoint goes, because the training program would be very, very different than it would be to also be fighting in the UFC or Bellator or one mm. FC or whatever. The fuck agreed. Agreed. Yeah. To have like a national program mm. would be interesting because you would have to develop a style, right? So they could train on a larger scale, but not everybody's going to have the same attributes. So then you're going after a specific type of athletes. So then you would assume, okay, we're going to target wrestlers and then we're going to teach them takedown defense. And then we're going to go after effective basic striking with a single leg and then ground and pound. Maybe some arm bars, maybe a arm triangle, right? Simple submissions. Um, Not to say, not to discount, you know, submissions. They're all difficult and it's all about you know, planning for it and taking advantage of the situation. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's an interesting concept, right? A national MMA program. They put Henry Cejudo in DC in charge right. of it. What would the U- actually U S Olympic committees in Colorado Springs. So team elevation <laughs> striking. You just, yeah. You just hire the, the best coach from there you can find now now the question i would have is let's say you did target wrestlers which makes sense are the best wrestlers going to come or to mma or are they going to stay with wrestling so you get like the second cut of wrestling okay so then that or could is they a, do both that's a second no they can do both well they could maybe do both pull, swim pull, or swim a, pull a lot of phelps fans. yeah pull yeah. michael phelps yeah so the best huh. wrestler, but yeah. also he's he's training in his off time with MMA. And oh, by the huh. way, he's the best wrestler that ever was. And he could just take somebody down. And it's just a matter of 
uh, leveraging on his natural aggression to put his elbow into somebody's eyeball. It would be, it would be so dope in like 10 years, uh, 12 years to see somebody win the gold in wrestling, MMA and boxing (laughs) or like wrestling, (laughs) MMA, boxing and judo. Like they just fucking, you have a combat sports athlete who's clearing all the gold. Yeah. You would think a guy like Jordan Burroughs would be perfect for that. He would. Mm, Yeah. Right. Because he's such a good wrestler. Although I don't know how he's been doing so far. Um, if you could just get him a little bit of striking, you figure, which he probably already does some level of striking training anyway, yeah. if, if not just for conditioning, right? So you figure you get him just a little bit, an athlete like that, and then some some poor, like, like third tier wrestler from Canada or something, and he just fucking flatlines them. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting... It is because think about like, okay, in MMA, there's a powerhouse that comes out of Brazil. You would think, okay, they're going to be primarily jujitsu based with a heavy wrestling as a secondary, but they also have a strong Muay Thai presence in Brazil as well. Then you have the Dutch, right? That they're probably going to be doing very well when it comes to straight Muay Thai, but they could also transition to MMA maybe just some big boys they maybe who 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 knows how they would compete against natural wrestlers right if they're Uh just going to go straight forward at them but then you got uh people that are really good at judo i mean historically that's that's japanese martial arts uh martial arts it's it's a very interesting concept i would be (laughs) i would be stoked in the fact that they were like okay in uh 20 24 or 28 we're going to introduce mma into the olympic games you'd be like yeah who's he gonna be? <laughs> i'd be glued i'd be glued gentlemen i have to go i am falling asleep it is you're late. all shrouded in darkness now i know i said well it's what do i got in texas is thunderstorms so i have to keep the power shut down I'm worried that our electricity is going to go out. What's the thing with the grid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about stuff. That's okay. That's okay. It's Texas. We got to just move out of Texas. I think that's what it's coming down to. Is it coming down to it? Where are you going to go? Iowa? Nah, we'll see. <laughs> Iowa? <laughs> Captain James T. Kirk is from Iowa. Who's that? He's the fictional captain of the USS Enterprise. Oh, should spaceship racing be an Olympic sport? Eventually. Yeah. Drone racing. That'd be dope. No. Eventually. No, not athletic. I want to see the thing where they strap the, you, you like strap fire hoses to your feet while you're in a river and like it makes you levitate in the sky. Okay. What's the end result? What's the end goal of that? I just want to is see it like some, a race that. who can stay up the longest is it like do, a rowing competition they should do flips and tricks okay so like freestyle bmx or yeah. motocross yeah except with fire hoses in a river okay i'm 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 100 on board <laughs> sign me up i'll be the first one to break my neck <laughs> oh shit i'm into.
Yeah. Okay. Sign me up. Let's go. Uh, guys, I look forward to next week. I hope we can all join again because I like talking with both of you. Um, and uh, I might end up out there again within a month. So we'll see if I'm there again. Uh, maybe we'll get another in-person going or uh, watch another event together. Yes. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. What do you want to... Uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, yeah, Ryan, take us home. Uh, Simone Biles was right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs>